everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What VR. Today, we've got a special guest. I've been trying to get here on the show. I've kind of struggled, had to reschedule a couple of times on my behalf, but I uh, appreciate it. You know, we have Ralph Ney, who is the general manager for the Baton Rouge Marriott Hotel. Ralph, how are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How is it? How are you doing? I'm good. It's uh, crazy times that we're in and crazy right. weather. Somebody actually said snow the other day, and I was like, what? Possibly, possibly uh, in the morning, yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of snow because it, it affects uh, my employees coming to work the, the next day, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it affects my wife's from up north, and I've been going up there for over 20 years, and I can probably tell you only a handful of times I've actually driven up there because she won't let me like i'm certain that i can drive in the snow but she's like you can't drive in the snow because you're from down south so i think everybody here you know kind of freaks out a little bit so you're right yeah. should be interesting i actually thought it was next week i didn't realize it was tomorrow so that's that just a couple things on my side so so tell me you're the general manager at marriott everybody knows this is the you know monster on uh as you drive down the interstate you see right there off of college so uh, how long have you been over there? Yeah, it's the 21-story the uh, building right off of college and corporate. And uh, uh, I think the original history of the building, they built made 21 stories to salute. I think it was built in 1976. So to uh, salute America, they, they 21-story salute, I guess, to, uh, to uh, Baton Rouge. I don't know. That's, that's what I read. But <laughs> hey, that's a good story. Now I have a story to tell somebody as we drive down the road. That's interesting. That's right. Right. Probably even biggest building if you're not downtown. It would seem like I don't think. Yeah, so. yeah, I think there's one building that's taller downtown, and probably the state capitol is taller too. Gotcha. Well, not only you've got that hat, and we got to appreciate you taking some time. We'll talk, but you're also in the what is it, the hotel lodging? I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't answer your first question, but yeah, I, I've been here for about uh, uh, it'll be five years in April. Uh, our, uh, it's a franchise hotel. Uh, we have local ownership, uh, out of Natchitoches, Louisiana that, you know, bought the hotel with other partners and, um, over, um, two, two, three years renovated, completely did a renovation of the property. So it's totally, you know, brand new top to bottom. Uh, so we're real excited about, uh, you know, improving the hotel on, on this side of town. Uh, yeah, I'm a member, I'm a board member of the Baton Rouge Lodging Association, which represents uh, hotels uh, and also vendors who do do a lot of business with hotels in Baton Rouge. And there's also, uh, there's a Louisiana association, which I'm a member of, and there's also an, an American hotel lodging association. Uh, I'm a member of, but not really involved with uh, nationally. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the association is just a group of us, uh, GMs and director of sales and, and vendors get together every month to discuss, you know, the, uh, what's happening in our industry and maybe uh, uh, around the legislature, uh, legislature work with some of the legislators passing some bills or not have having bills passed, you know, how that goes. And, uh, but, but lately, of course, with uh, the pandemic starting in March, you know, we've all been sort of uh, um, supporting each other, um, um, keeping us all uh, in a, in a good, uh, good mood and, uh, uh, and try not to try, start, try to keep the depression away because it's been difficult in in the hotel community uh, because travel, you know, stopped um, completely 
uh, end of March and then into April. And it's slowly returning, but it's, you know, they, they predict it won't really return uh, to normal in, in, until the end of 21 or even beginning of 22. Wow. So it's another, a lot of people have said as we've moved into, you know, 2021, you know, I've, I wrote an article, everybody was, you know, has talked about, you know, we want, I'm done with 2020. And so many people I talked to, it's like, well, what are you going to do mm-hmm. in 2021? And they're like, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I've just been so ready to be done with 2020. And, but right. And the article I wrote, I was talking about, you know, that there's not much different really right now. You know, we, we, the calendar flipped, but at the end of the day, we still have some of the same struggles, if not even more right now that it's so much uncertainty and it's kind of grim to hear that you've possibly got another year of this, you know, well, as a lot of people. So. Yeah. And um, I could give you a little background about the the hotels in Baton Rouge. There's about 145 hotels um, in Baton Rouge. And I believe one is being built right now. It's going to be a home too, right down the street um, on I, on I 10. But, uh, and that equates to about, um, Wow, I think uh, a little over ten thousand rooms, hotel rooms in town. Mm. So you know we're we're not a big big market, but um, uh, when the pandemic hit and shutdown started, most hotels most hotels stayed open in Baton Rouge. We're a little bit more diverse than a, just a strictly a tourism city like uh, New Orleans or or uh, or convention city like um, I don't know, say like. Uh, um, Las Vegas or, or Orlando where, you know, they, they do a lot of uh, conventions uh, exclusive, not exclusively, but anyway, we have a little bit more corporate business, travel, education, sports, um, leisure. And so, um, and our corporate travel, because we have a big industry here, chemical industry and manufacturing industry, you know, that, that piece of the puzzle, you know, stopped immediately and still has been slow to come back because I think a lot of employers are not, you know, sending their, workers to, to travel just yet. Yeah, they're doing the zoom calls like we're doing now. And uh, so we, it's been difficult because that was our bread and butter business in Baton Rouge. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't just one segment. It was, it was mostly that segment, but a lot of other things as well. Um, so it's been difficult for hotels um, to, uh, you know, lay off most of your hotel staff and you're running on limited resources. As we, we talked about earlier about limited housekeeping services and limited, food and beverage services. So, um, you know, we're all trying to learn how to, uh, the new normal is, is what we're doing now. Uh, new processes to clean rooms, new processes to um, um, uh, do things without, you know, having that touch or, or you know, people could check in with their phones now. So that t- touchless uh, t- check-in is becoming more popular now as well. Wow. So, so tell me, what is a little bit of that for people that don't know? Because I feel if people don't know, mm-hmm. if there's a void, they're going to fill it with something, you know, in their mind. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been, I've been traveling. I, you know, was in Nashville not too long ago. And it, it's not the same, you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. So it's not, you know, I wouldn't say you're at any more of a risk by going to stay at a hotel, you know, than you would. No, I'm, it's, <laughs> you know, people, you think about uh you know, how many, how many times do you clean, you clean your bedroom at your house, you know, maybe once a week or how many times you change the sheets in, in your, your house bedroom once a week, you know, hopefully once a week, most people <laughs> kind of let it lag a long time. We, you know, hotels, we clean these rooms, you know, if you, somebody checks in, it's clean before they check in. And when they check out, it's totally clean when they check out. So, you know, that's our business is, is cleaning. Um, 
you know, we didn't really promote that before because, you know, it's, it's sort of uh, un understood. Uh, you're going to, you know, that's a basic thing in a hotel. You want to have a, a clean room. Now, you know, it's not only clean, but it's, it's virus free. And, you know, hotels, Marriott's and Hilton's and different brands have certain procedures to, uh, to make sure those rooms are virus free and also taking care of their employees, making sure they're not susceptible to any, you know, viruses and, and the guests as well. So there's, you know, some chemicals that have changed to make sure that they clean the virus, the viruses are clean, uh, some time limitations. Like um, it used to be, we only uh, would, would clean the room on the third day while you were here. You know, now it's seven days. So we, we don't want to go into your room. We want to go into your room as little as possible to, uh, because of that contact, you don't want to have that, that close contact. But if you request service, we'll definitely, um, clean your room if you're not in the room. So we have to schedule when you're not in the room. Um, uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different process on how to, to manage, uh, the housekeeping aspect of it. Sounds like it. If I just said it bluntly, the hotel's probably cleaner than your house. You know, at the end, you know, if you've got family coming into town and you're going to try to clean the room for them, you know, because don't think that you're going to do a better job than the, you know, the, you guys, right. this is, it's, your business to know this, you know, you would not think you got a can of Lysol and you're going to do well. It's yeah, you know, not the case. That's when I traveled, it was, you know, they said, you know, look, we'll come and clean anytime you want. Long as, you know, you get out, we'll go in, we'll tell you there. And that's what I think, you know, hopefully people will know, you know, it's not, don't think nothing's changed. Everybody's industry changed. We've all found different ways to do it. And yeah. so it is, I don't know, maybe it's uh bad to say, but I say, you know, kind of get out there and, you know, go stay somewhere. <laughs> it's not Yeah, big. that's really, so our, our business, um, you know, we became, we we're more corporate hotels in Baton Rouge, but as the summer approached this year, we became more of a leisure hotel. Uh, a lot of people started traveling. Um, a lot of people had more funds to travel. You know, if you remember the stimulus money, uh, the $800 unemployment uh, supplement, and I think a lot of people use that money to, hey, we're stuck at home. Uh, this hotel has a pool. Uh, let's let's go travel. Let's go, you know, spend some time in Baton Rouge or, or wherever. So the, the word staycation um, was seldom used, you know, in the past. Uh, now it's that's that's really a, a lot of our business is, you know, let's have a have a staycation. If you're living with your mom and your dad in the basement and you want to get away uh, with your your friends or whatever, come come stay here. Uh, stay in a hotel, uh, enjoy some of the amenities. Uh, so the pool was a big hit this year, uh, this summer for our, a lot of our travelers. Uh, and more, a lot of the travelers were not just in town, but regional, you know, more regional uh, people that are uh, driving in. Either a lot of people going to Florida, the beaches, if you, you probably, a lot of people went to the beach over this past, uh, mm -hmm. uh, this past summer. A lot of people from Texas would stop in Baton Rouge, stay overnight, and then you know make the second half the trip in in uh, in Florida. So that that was a big uh, also that was a big plus for us as well. I've done uh, I've done a lot of trips actually. I'm, I'm in Baton Rouge, living in Baton Rouge. I've done a lot of times staying in the hotel, even in Baton Rouge, just to kind of get away. Yeah. You know the restaurants. You know that are down. You know, like do you have you guys have the restaurant open right now? Or we do. So that's no. you know that's the other thing. You know, we have brand guidelines to make sure you know. Uh, we, we clean different ways and we serve our food different ways, grab and go and stuff, but we have to follow the state guidelines and state and city local guidelines, you know, supersedes anything else the brand tells us. So, you know, right now we have to 
the guideline for restaurants, I believe, is 50 percent occupancy. It used to be 25 percent. It was closed at one time. Mm -hmm. So we had to close the restaurant in the beginning. Then we reopened. We had closed. Uh, uh, we didn't have any food and beverage service for from April until June. June, we reopened for limited breakfast uh, in the morning. Uh, we're not serving lunch. Uh, and then in the evening, we have, uh, you know, restaurant slash uh, lounge, uh, bar, uh, like sports bar atmosphere. But only 25% of our seats are available and they're spaced. And um, so in, in the menu is limited too. It's not, uh, and we do serve in sort of a to-go, still do serve in a to-go uh, box um, just, just because of the, you know, the cleanliness and uh, uh, guidelines and we want to try to, you know, make sure everybody's safe. A lot right. of other and hotels that, are doing that as well. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was going with, you know, it's sometimes even when you're here just to get out and just to change the scenery, you know, I've been looking at the same window for a long time, you know, let's find another one and, you know, be able to just kind of get out, walk around, stretch your legs a little bit. So, you know, with that, obviously, you kind of had to adapt. Like you said, staff changes and moving, you know, different things around. It's – that's got to be – that's got to be – I'm just trying to imagine, you know, have the you know, the weight to have to carry and, you know, how to do that and what do we do next. And, you know, it's – there's always been – and what I've always tried to stress interviewing and kind of talking with a lot of people is you've said it a hundred times, it's guidelines. Mm -hmm. They're guidelines in there. So it's meant to – you still got to make your own interpretations you know, of what we want to do and how, how, you know, how do we interpret this? You know, what do we need to do? So it seems like and there'd I be hate, a lot. I hate a using lot. this term, but at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a business and you have to, you have to either break even or make money. So, you know, it was difficult to lay off, uh, you know, a lot of our team, but when you have no revenue coming in, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't afford to, to pay employees um, because there's no work to do. And, and, you can't afford to pay the, um, the the light bills and the food bills and the and the supply bills and then all, you know ultimately the owner has to pay the the mortgage you know and and uh, so it's yeah you have to staff according to your the demand and the occupancy of your hotel so yeah it was real difficult to, okay in two weeks you know we're gonna furlough you for two weeks and we'll see you in two weeks so you know sorry but we'll see you in two weeks and then the two weeks was a month and then. And the two weeks, you know, the month was like, uh, it's no longer a furlough, it's a layoff. But when we get, you know, when we start getting busier again, we'll, we'll give you a call. And we did, we started calling people back. So, you know, we went from maybe 100 employees at this hotel to now we're, we're between 30 and, and 50, depending on, you know, if the hotel's busy or not. Um, mm -hmm. We've got some contract staffing that, um, you know, we don't have to lay off. We just call and say, hey, we need you and they come in. But, uh, for the most part, we, you know, we have a lot of our employees back running the, the restaurant, cooking and checking people in and cleaning rooms and some banquets are coming back as well. So it's, it's good to bring back people. It's, it's almost like a family reunion when people come back. Hey, you know, it's welcome back. And um, you, know, you can't hug anymore, but we try to, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good know. to see back. It's the hug, the fist bump, the elbow, right. you know, whatever, right. you know, people right. are doing these days. It seems to change. But um, so you mentioned banquets are working their way back a little bit. That's a little yeah. encouraging to hear. You know, we did. Obviously, yeah, so, you guys are huge and can spread out. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, our hotel has 300 hotel uh, hotel sleeping rooms. We have 
20,000 square feet of meeting space. And our largest space of the ballroom is about 6,500 square, square feet. So it's a nice space, but it's, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, at one time pre COVID, you could, you could have a, uh, a, a conference in there, a classroom style conference for, you know, over 200 people. But now with the spacing requirements, you can only do maybe 75. I mean, it's, you only have two people at a six foot table, whereas before you could have maybe three to four, but you, you know, now the tables have to be spaced. The people have to be spaced. Um, and so, you know, that will double the cost of renting a, the room rental because they only, before the pandemic regulations, you, you really needed maybe half the ballroom. Now you need the entire ballroom and that's hard to fit in the budget. But, you know, like you said, people still need to meet and have, uh, maybe certify their, uh, certifications renewed. Uh, they have to have class training, annual training, you know, a lot of like chiropractors and lawyers and, and doctors and pharmacists have to, you know, they still have to meet and train. Maybe they can't do it so much in, in a zoom call. Um, when phase three kind of went into effect, we were able to do more social events like weddings and, and, uh, um, you know, limited type of a parties, parties and things like that. But, as we went back to phase two, um, you know, I think all of the Christmas parties we had book canceled. Uh, people just didn't want the liability of getting their fam their workers and um, possibly infected with the virus. And so anyway, it's been a roller coaster year, but our banquets, we hosted uh, four or five football teams at the hotel. Uh, and that, you know, they usually fly in the Baton Rouge Friday evening, have a game, um, a meal, I have a late night snack in the morning breakfast uh, and then a pregame meal and then they play football. So that's, you know, that's been really good for us. Unfortunately, the hurricanes hit us um, after summer. Um, heard a lot of, you know, Baton Rouge was sort of uh, lucky. We didn't really have a lot of damage like Lake Charles and, and uh, parts of uh, the other areas of the state, but we were able to benefit as a hotel and other hotels of some of the first responders and evacuees and uh, FEMA workers and things like that. So, you know, after the summer kind of ended, um, football, hurricanes kind of helped Baton Rouge a little bit better than other locations uh, in Louisiana. You know, New Orleans is still having a tough, a tough time uh, with lack of tourism, uh, but it's starting to build some momentum. Um, of course, Lake Charles yeah. is still damaged, uh, but they, the, the casino hotels have opened and uh, they still do a lot of business from Texas and uh, Louisianians to gamble and um, Shreveport's been doing okay because they also have the casinos as well. And that draws from Arkansas and Texas. So, you know, each, each city's has its ups and downs. Um, uh, so and I think Baton Rouge has been blessed to, to at least this past year, normally the city would do, in a typical year, about 70% occupancy of those 140 rooms or 10,000 room nights, you know, 70% uh, uh, occupancy in a typical good year. This year, uh, a lot of we were a lot of us were lucky to even get into the uh, to make it even 50%. Uh, a lot of us were in the 40s or uh, or at 40 or less uh, occupancy. Wow, yeah, that's a hit. I'm here. I'm picturing, you know. You mentioned, you know, kind of we've been blessed. And I think, you know, I think in a lot of ways we have, and a lot of people don't, you know, haven't seen it yet or haven't felt it yet. But, you know, it could be worse. I'm picturing, you know, that guy who's got the, you know, hotel 
on the side of the interstate in the middle of nowhere, you know, just right. that kind of one exit where he's maybe got, you know, 30, 40 rooms, you know, that guy, I feel, I feel for him. Yeah. You know, there's nothing attracting people there. You know, no. that's more of just the traveler hotel. So that could be, yeah, it uh, was interesting. A lot of owners I spoke to since I'm also on another board, Louisiana travel association, which, you know, a lot of all the hoteliers and, and uh, travel uh, professionals from different like visit Baton Rouge and visit, uh, like Charles and, and such, they all meet together and report about their, their areas. But, and I've met a lot of owners in those areas and they, you're right. Yeah. They're, they either had to close their hotel. They had to give the keys back to the bank. Um, now they're you know, kind of worried about uh, giving the keys back to the bank uh, that starting off now. And also with the thing, you know, people say, Hey, what about the PPP loan? You know, why, why couldn't you get that? Um, some hotels did were able to do the PPP loan. But it's like you, we didn't have any business. <laughs> so you get the loan, you hire people back, and, but there's nothing to do. You know? So it was, it was kind of like restaurants, too. It was sort of a bad idea. It, didn't re it was a great idea, but it's not working for hospitality, restaurants, and, and hotels because we didn't have the business to, to hire the people back to even, you know, to pay these people. So um, I think this new, this new uh, legislation that passed, there's a little bit uh, different, um, a modified version of PPP for hospitality uh, um, entities, whether it's I a did, hotel or restaurant. Yeah, I did see that they did have, you know, for, I think it was hospitality, um, like entertainment, you know, <laughs> right. for, you know, if you have bands and those kind of things. I did hear, uh, I think tomorrow, if I heard right, I think, unfortunately, New Orleans is going back to one, modified one. Which is really sad and uh, a little worrisome, being that they're so close, you know, to us here that right. hopefully we don't have a knee-jerk reaction. Um, right. But yeah, you know, tell me, with all that, you know, going on, it's still you guys are still open. You know, like you said, they can still come, they can grab a room, they can spend some time, you know, right. run down, you know, to the bar, lounge, whatever restaurant, you know, grab yeah. something, you know watch a show, you know, change a little bit of scenery, you know, maybe a chance to get away, you know, I think, and that's yeah, what we people have, uh, need to. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, it, that's what we're advertising have, you know, staycation come, uh, we have different packages like, uh, you know, sip and shop. We, we were promoting that for the, over the holidays because we have a lot of couple of good malls here. So uh, we're promoting that package and we're probably going to promote a uh, Valentine's day package as well. Um, and um, you know, we also have a, you know, like a food credit, um, free breakfast, you know, with your room, um, have several packages. And, and, and I think that's what's uh, going to be the future right now in hotels is how do you bring people to the hotel? Uh, they've got to have a reason to come and, uh, and also what to do, you know, like an itinerary of what to do while you're in Baton Rouge. Now for the beach hotels, they've really, uh, you know, had some success over the summer because you go into the beach. And uh, when I went to, to Pensacola with my family, I think first time in like three years, you know, hotel was busy, very busy. Every, it was a whole area was fairly busy. And, um, but you know, it, it's hard to drive people, um, travelers to maybe a, an area where there's nothing to do. Uh, but, uh, like you said, if you want to get out your house, you don't have the funds to travel too much. You can't get away, you know, come to a local hotel, whether it's downtown or, or out, or out this way. Um, and, you know, go to visit Baton Rouge and, and there's a, a page like what to do, you know, what, what to do in Baton Rouge. And there's like a, a one day or two day, three day itinerary that you could 
um, check out. Now, call ahead to those places because they may or may not be open. But uh, for mm -hmm. the most part, most of the places are open. Yeah, that's I've talked to so many people, you know, on the show that evolved, you know, this has been bad, but there's a lot of good and there's still a lot of things to do here in town. And if you think about it, you know, and I was thinking about it as you were talking about it to kind of maybe just jog somebody to get them thinking, you know, most of the time, if you do get out, go on a trip, visit, you know, meet some friends, you know, what do you normally do? You know, you'll stay in a hotel, you'll meet down at the bar, you'll have a couple of drinks, maybe you'll get something to eat, maybe you'll, you know, go to a restaurant, you know, check out a show, you'll come back, you know, sit back at the bar, you know, at the lounge, you know, then go back to your everything as far as i know you can still do all of that right now and if you don't want to have to jump on a plane and go to miami or do something like that you could do that here grab a group of friends and say hey let's just go run down you know to the marriott marriott you know friday night and you know we're going to kind of reenact it you know there it's get a little sense you could feel a little bit of that normal again probably mm -hmm. minus the mask i think i think, I think that's the key that normalcy people want to hey you know we we, we need to we need to go to have a dinner. We need to have some normalcy, you know, and uh, I think uh, that's going to continue. There's like pent up uh, frustration and <laughs> to, to want to travel. I mean, travel, mm -hmm. if you think about it, travel is like, it, it's, it, it's the same as having freedom, you know, you're, you're, you, you, and, and it's also educational too. If you don't think, you know, if you think about it, when you travel, you go to a new place, you learn about a new place. So there's a lot of, a lot of people right now, that love to travel. And of course they can't maybe because of COVID concerns. Um, but, you know, once maybe the vaccine uh, starts uh, reducing some of the numbers and people are a little bit less fearful of traveling, I think we'll, we'll, we'll certainly see more people travel um, um, by summertime. Yeah. Well, that's, I've told people I've had a, crews that got pushed off due to this and they're i said i can't wait for them to open it back up and every some people are looking at me and go you're gonna get on the boat and i'm like i'll be the first guy on you know mm -hmm. hey i'm so pent up ready to go and two i can promise you that's gonna be the cleanest boat you know ever right. at this right. point and so everybody's had time to clean yeah, you know ready marriott uh, requires us to put in uh, a um, a wipe you know wipes in the room as well you know we clean the rooms and when you go in, there's like a little, little package of wipes. So I'm sure cruises will be doing that. Uh, ships will be doing that. And other hotels have been doing it. You know, not only is it clean when you get in there, but you could, you know, throughout your stay, you could clean and you have people are more aware of washing their hands and, you know, wearing masks and, and, you know, touching certain things. So I think probably uh, once the, the cruises start again and probably be, I know before the cruises had other viruses uh, where there were issues, but people will be more, uh, it would probably be safer, you know, than it was before. Oh, absolutely. I think if anything, we've all learned, you know, from this, you know, so, so look, I appreciate the time, but I wanted, you know, to kind of wrap, you know, I've sure. always, you know, wanted to find the official answer to this, you know, question. Yeah. And, you know, I know it might sound trivial, but especially nowadays, maybe it helps. And for anybody who's traveling, mm -hmm. what's the rule? What's the etiquette for housekeeping and tipping? I tip right. the bartender. I tip the bell guy. I think, you know, you tip the housekeeper. But then how do you, is it, you know, money left on a counter? And then do they think it's just left there? Or is it expected? Right. Is it unexpected? Do you find them in right. the hall? You know? right. <laughs> what's what's the yeah. rule? You've been here. You know, you've been in this yeah. industry and you 
right. I think it's it's funny, uh, you know, if, if you've worked in the hospitality industry or, or the restaurant industry as a bartender or a waiter or waitress and, or a GM at a hotel, you know, we're usually the ones that tip the most because, you know, we, we've done those jobs and we're like, oh, you know, uh, we know how hard it is. It's hard work. You know, how's, it's, it's, not, it's not required to tip, you know, it's not expected. They don't expect a tip. Um, but to me, it's just sort of common courtesy, you know, just, just look at the room. They've got to clean after you. And, um, it's a lot, it's hard work. They do. A lot of these ladies do, you know, 14 clean, 14 rooms a day. That's sort of the typical number of rooms. And, you know, they, they're making a pretty, the way it's not minimum wage It's higher than minimum wage, but you know, if, if they get, if they get an extra dollar or two uh, left from a guest, I mean, that's, that's another $2 say per per hour they're getting, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it just shows we appreciate them uh, for the hard work they do. Um, yeah. If you, if you are a, a slob <laughs> and you have a lot of trash in your room, you might want to tip a little bit more, but uh, yeah. you know, but it's Look not at the room before you leave. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, again, you know, I'm being a hotel manager. If I stay in a hotel, I've got everything in, in a trash bag. I've got all my towels in one corner. They hardly have to do anything and I still tip them, you know, it's just a, it's just who I am. And I think a lot of hoteliers and uh, people do that as well. Well, that solves the old question that I've mm-hmm. wanted to know, of, you know, do don't how you do it there. So I think it's, so that's the answer. So as you leave, turn around and look back and ask yourself if you really want to clean this mess. And if you say no, then you need to leave a bigger tip, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> So. And, you know, th- these ladies, they work hard and, and now in the environment of, you know, COVID, they're, they're working, walking into a, a situation now they, they have masks, they have gloves, but they're, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're essential workers and we're, we're thankful for them, but it's, it's a situation where you've got a lot of, you know, someone stayed in that room and so they, they, they've got to make sure that the room is clean for the next person, but they got to take, make sure they, they don't get infected with any virus as well. So, Absolutely. Well, well, Rob, you know, takeaways, you know, everybody hopefully remember, you know, that big 21 story building. We know, you know, and why it's 21, you know, floors now. Right. And and it's local. You know, this is, you know, local people working the hotel, local ownership. You know, this is something that you can help with. And frankly, it's cleaner than your house. So, right. You know, Make a date night, stay out, you know, have some fun, you know, right in the middle of everything, drive up, check in, Uber around. You'll help a local guy, you know, as well, then come back to the bar. So, well, Ralph, I appreciate the time. I think we took a bunch of it from you here, but uh, oh, it's fun to talk and hear kind of what's going on and see, sure. you know, we drive past it every day, but nobody really knows what's happening on the inside. Now, hopefully we can share a little bit of that and let people peek inside and maybe put an idea in their head they didn't think about so. Yeah, it's a beautiful hotel. The, the renovation just came out fabulous. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of people um, remember what it used to, to be. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, it's uh, just come check it out. It's just, it's, it's, it's great. Even on, you can go online as we have a 360 view, but uh, you know, some of the artwork is, is local. And uh, the theme of the, the lobby in the hotel is about the river, Mississippi river and the bridge. So it's really, it's a really cool uh, atmosphere here. Yeah, somehow I should, probably should have talked about that. We'll have to have you come back and talk about it more, and we'll get sure. dropped in right. some videos. On, I've, I've been there. I saw it. It was amazing. You know, it doesn't yeah. – to 
for anybody to give you an idea, go check it out. But it, you walk in, you don't feel like you're in Baton Rouge off a of college drive. So, right. it's, <laughs> so a little higher end is the way I felt. It is. So, it's nice. Well, Rob, I appreciate it. We'll um, we'll have you back talking again. You know, I appreciate all the information and sharing it and your story. And hey, for all the hard work and the hard decisions you're having to make, I feel for you. So, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I'm glad to to uh, be part of it. Thanks, sir. We'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. Bye, bye.